You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Linda Baldwin. And we're broadcasting today from the Mustard Seed in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Just had an amazing interview with Father Scott Miller. Awesome. It's hard not to call him Deacon. I know it. I know <laughs> Newly it. ordained, and what a story. If you missed out, you can always go back and listen to it on our podcast on realpresenceradio.com or download our app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. So. Yeah. Amazing. But now we're going to move on to Missy Bomberger. Thanks, Missy, for joining us. How are you? I am great. Thank you for having me. It's good to have you back. I know we've had you on before. Yes. So tell the folks a little bit about who you are and what you do. All right. Well, Missy Bomberger, come from uh, Watertown. I am currently the Adult Faith Formation Coordinator. Um, I, I love it. I'm also um, a mom to three kids, Faith Dalton and Luke. My husband and I just celebrated our 23rd wedding wow. anniversary. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. Um, grew up on a farm just out of uh, the small town of Casswood and was a farm girl and was blessed to grow up on the same farm as my grandma and grandpa. And huh. that, oh, wow. yeah, is a big part of my story as well. So. Yeah, mom used to be the DRE at the cathedral oh, in Rapid wow. City. So, do you two know each other? No, we. I. She did a presentation with Dr. Bergwald, and I was there. Yeah. Oh, that's how I. Okay. Yep. Okay. It's great to see you. I've again. been a student of hers. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> wow. Bar's been raised. So you're up at Immaculate Conception ICC yeah. up in Watertown. Right. Um, why is this work so important to you? Well, you know, I started in the position. I started as a youth faith formation coordinator and. Um, kind of begged that the adult portion be attached to it because within my process of my journey, um, I just really recognized that it was it was around like when I was in college that same-sex attractions started, you know, same-sex relationships really kind of started coming into the picture more. And, and I, I really wanted to know the answer. Mm-hmm. And I found myself going to scripture to get the answer. And what I didn't realize at that point is that I was starting my own journey. It wasn't anymore of what mom and dad were telling me. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to find the answers for myself. And so um, from there, I just started really, God blessed me with a desire and a hunger to know more and and more about him, not just not just the rules, but, but him. Yeah. And I started to fall in love, and um, I wanted to take other people with me. Hmm. And that's just my desire now, is to continue to put myself in a place where I might hear the same thing, but I'm hearing it different. And it's not just for me, but it's for the people around me. And I just, I just want to share. I just want to share. Beautiful. Yeah. So what does um, discipleship, adult discipleship, look like? At ICC. Oh, boy. Well, I think it's not just for Immaculate Conception, right? Mm -hmm. I think discipleship as a whole is, again, falling in love with a person, like our Creator, our God, and and 
living in a way that's different than what the world offers you. It's it's learning, it's studying about how Jesus learned and and loved and and challenged people and and how he dealt with suffering. Mm. And then somehow falling in love with that and and being attracted to that and wanting the same thing. Um, Even though sometimes it doesn't make sense and sometimes it's really hard, right? But it's like there's something tangible in that. There's there's a joy and there's a peace and and so it's it's learning how to live like Christ and then to share that with others. And I think sometimes we make it too hard, right? Discipleship is a big word. Evangelization can be a <laughs> yeah. big word and yeah. we talk about it a lot and and we fall into, you know, what program is going to help us do this best. And I think for me it's really getting to know my Lord, getting to know myself, and then getting to know others. And so living that cycle of life. Mm -hmm. Well, and I agree with you that we tend to be nervous um, when we think about evangelizing. Right. I don't know enough. I can't do it. I I can't. Yeah. I'm going to be challenged and there's going to be this huge debate and et cetera, et cetera. But it's really just how you live your life. It is. Is it what is. are you witnessing to other people? Yeah, and I, I tell those that I, I teach and I share with that, you know, when we talk discipleship and evangelization, we forget that when we go into Walmart to pick up our heads and to to not get so focused on our agenda mm-hmm. and the time that we allow ourselves in the store. But to look at the moments of encounter and, yeah. and to just smile at someone, make eye contact with someone. Mm-hmm. You know, the other day I went into Walmart and I was really feeling <laughs> down and overwhelmed. And this young woman came up to me and gave me a little picture of a little smiley face and said, whatever you're carrying today, give it to Jesus. Whoa. Oh my gosh. Smile. Yeah. And I'm like, I needed that reminder, and I knew it was a kiss from the Lord that He was reminding me yeah. of what He has me share with others. Yeah, that's discipleship, right? Mm-hmm. So it can be that simple. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Simple. Well, if you're just joining us, we're talking with Missy Bomberger. Uh, she is the director of adult discipleship and evangelization at Immaculate Conception in Watertown. Um, recently, you had a workshop um, up at the Abbey of the Hills, which is one of my favorite places in this world. Tell us about <laughs> that workshop. First, the topic. I'm curious how you heard about this workshop. <laughs> well, I have my sources. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you Deacon do. Paul Trinan. <laughs> oh, well, it was beautiful, actually. Um, you know, looking back as I was preparing for the presentation, I just kind of had to stop and ponder the timing of it because I was actually asked to speak May 2020. Mm-hmm. Well, the world kind of changed in 2020, right? Yeah. And um, so I didn't speak until May 2021. But I really needed that time to ponder on the gift that was taken away from us, no. which was the Mass, right? Amen. Oh, no kidding. So the topic that I chose to talk about was the beauty of the Mass through the eyes of a layperson. Hmm. 
And so it was this great reminder of how we just get into, we fall into habit, we fall into routine. And then this great gift is taken away from us Mm -hmm. and we're not able to go. What did that do to us? You know, some people are stuck on, we're losing the numbers. They're not coming back. Well, Mm -hmm. in a sense, I feel like it's a gift to see where people really are so we can reach out to them in new ways, to Mm. love them in new ways. I'm grateful they're being honest with us, that Mm. we can really reach out to them where they're hurting, where they're wounded, where they, where, where they don't see the mass is, is a gift. Hmm. Well, they might not understand at all what the mass right. is. You know, they, it's just a place they went because their mom told them to when they were little and they have never right. figured it out. It. Exactly. They've never questioned. Hmm. And I think that goes back to discipleship. We do things out of respect because we love those that have taught us, mm-hmm. right? We haven't asked the questions. We feel like, in a sense, that that's being rude. And it's not. Asking those questions helps us grow and become the person that God created us to be. Mm-hmm. If we don't let go of the Lord. Right. Right? Well, and hopefully those that have um, left and not come back, the hope and prayer is always that they're going to feel and realize they have this loss in their life. You know right. what I mean? Right. And then maybe, and I love, I love your silver lining because mm. when they come back, maybe they'll be even stronger and the church yeah. will be even stronger. Oh, I, I believe it. I mean, I, we are at such an opportune time right now. And I am so grateful that the Lord has called me to be a part of this mm. moment in time because St. Catherine of Siena says, be who you were created to be Mm -hmm. and you will set the world on fire. Amen. (laughs) We can do it, right? We can do it. Yeah, we can. Beautiful. So what would you like to say to somebody that has stopped uh, going to Mass? How would you encourage them to come back? Um, I think for me, I first have to go into my own heart again and find out why it's so important to me. And then when we talk about discipleship, one of the greatest things in discipleship is we have to become good listeners. Mm. So I can't give a blanket answer to that because everybody has their own need. Right. And so what I think is to sit down and actually have a conversation with someone and really listen to you, be present in the moment and really pay attention to what you're saying on why you may not be coming back. And then allow the Spirit to answer. So if someone's not coming back because they're not being filled, because they don't like the music. Mm-hmm. I've been there. There was a moment in my journey that I just about turned away from Catholicism. And so I've experienced some of that. So I think the Lord would allow me to speak to them mm-hmm. in a way that would meet them where they're at. Beautiful. Well, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Missy Bomberger from uh, Watertown. I wanted to say Aberdeen. No idea <laughs> Still why. in Watertown. <laughs> Still in Watertown. Uh, we're kind of talking about um, 
just the beauty of the mass, really. Yeah. And um, when we come back, I want to dive in a little bit deeper about uh, the workshop that you gave at the Abbey of the Hills. Absolutely. And kind of what we are called to as lay people in the mass. So stay with us. We'll be back with more Missy right after this break. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. A heartbeat. The world can change in a heartbeat. Life can change in a heartbeat. Life can end in a heartbeat. With every beat of my heart, another heart stops beating. The crushing reality? That heartbeat belongs to a baby. It has been purposefully silenced somewhere in this world, forever. While my heartbeat signifies life, It has also become the death knell by which I count the loss of babies all over the world, one for every beat of my heart. My heart can't take it. I have to speak life. Written by Allison Updahl. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Linda Baldwin. And we're broadcasting today from the Mustard Seed in Sioux Falls. Thank you for joining us. We're having a great conversation with Missy Bomberger from Watertown. She's the director of Adult Discipleship and Evangelization at ICC up in Watertown. And we were talking about um, a workshop that you gave at the Abbey of the Hills in May. And it was basically talking about Mass as lay Catholics. Mm-hmm. So you found it difficult to prepare for this. <laughs> what you say at break doesn't stay in break. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's not a secret. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I found it to be um, challenging for me. And as I took that to prayer and really pondered on it, um, I found it wasn't like just a normal nervousness to get up and talk um, in front of a crowd. It was recognizing that it was a really intimate topic for Mm, me because I have allowed myself to fall in love in a new way. 
Mm-hmm. And so I was sharing something very personal. Yes. And so that was... It's very vulnerable. Yes. Yes. I Yes, it was very vulnerable. <laughs> so During COVID, it was very hard because Heather would get to go be on Mass. Once a week, they would do Masses live, and she would get communion, and we'd yeah. just be sitting here going, are you kidding? I know, She's I know. going to communion, and she's at Mass. We can't even go. Yeah, yeah. It was just so... Oh, well, and I don't know if I've cried so much receiving mm. communion as mm. I did during COVID. Yeah, you yeah. Know? because you would right. get these rare opportunities, and there's literally four people in the entire church. Oh, yeah. You know, and then you're getting communion, and you just go back to your pew and ball. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. like I don't want to lose that. Right. I don't want to lose right. that feeling, and I chide myself sometimes when I am at church because it's like every time you go you should be crying <laughs> you know what I mean right. like because it's uh-huh. that yeah. amazing every time what was the number one thing that you wanted to impart to the people that came to this workshop what was what was your goal I really feel like if we understood the gift of the mass mm-hmm. our world would change oh yeah it would be mm-hmm. life changing you know one thing that i really had to reflect on is my own story and how again it it became i realized as a young person i i went to mass we go to mass because we have to right like our parents take us to mass and i'm a cradle catholic i i grew up going to mass um, if you didn't go to mass, you better be sick in bed, right? Because mm-hmm. um, nearly dying. Yeah, yeah. not get up all day because yeah. you right. don't dare leave right. your room. <laughs> yeah, and and part of that was out of respect and love for my grandma, because my grandma played a huge part in discipling me, mm-hmm. without really knowing probably, just by the way that she lived. And so I wanted to show her love by honoring her. And not having to have her ask me why I didn't go to Mass. So I had to, in my own journey, look back and recognize where it started to change from rules Mm -hmm. of just going to Mass to relationship and longing to go to Mass. And even when you learn about the gifts of the Mass, it's not that the tough things go away, right? There's still the distractions. There's still the times that it's like, do we have to go? You know, like mm-hmm. I just don't the feel human like part it. of you, right? Yeah. yeah. But that's where you recognize the original sin that mm. we've inherited. And we carry that. But through love, we get to choose to go to Mass. And we get to choose to not be a spectator, but to be a participant. Mm. And that's where it changed for me, mm-hmm. is to par- start being a participant. I can still hear mom when I went off to college, because, you know, that's every parent's worst nightmare. <laughs> right. College and your child's off on their own. But she said, always go to Mass, even if you don't want to. Oh. She said, you can sit. It, you can just sit in your pew with your arms crossed and not do a darn thing, but go and just <laughs> be there. And I would always <sighs> go and just be there. And I would right. go with that attitude. I'm not going to do right. anything. I'm just going to sit here and cross my arms. Right. And but, you never made it through Mass without participating. <laughs> right? God always knew how to draw you in. Yeah. When I was a kid, Father Paul Carroll and Parker, 
told us, never miss Mass. If you are not getting anything out of Mass, never skip it, because you never know when a song or a homily yeah. or a person beside you is going to strike you and you're going to love it again. Yeah. So never miss, because you'll miss the the little gift that yeah. God's, the Holy Spirit will give you to get you back, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I've I've totally lived that. It yeah. just stuck with me because it's so true. And we need to learn to, you know, um, within studying the Mass, just recognizing how when you walk into the church, like you're bringing all that with you, yes. right? Mm. Don't leave it outside the door in mm-hmm. a sense. Like the Lord wants us to offer that to Him as our sacrifice, our sacrifice of mm. love. Like, Lord, like, I don't always get it right. I, I don't always want to be here. But I give that to you as a gift so you can perfect it. And and then it becomes me offering myself back to That's the Lord. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it becomes relationship. That's so beautiful. Pointers on how we can be more involved participating mm-hmm. in Mass. You know, I think we think of the basics of... Um, saying the prayers and singing the songs. Right. Other hints. You know, I think for me is to, like I said, God has really gifted me right now with a desire to learn. Mm. And I think my great desire to become the adult faith formation coordinator is to recognize that we are just big kids, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Still <laughs> needing to learn like she little kids. lifts that out fully. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we're like these big kids in this adult body, and and these young people look at us like we're supposed to have all the answers, and, mm. and we don't, because mm-hmm. you can read a scripture passage, and, and the Lord touches you in one way with it one day, right. and the next day you can read it, and He touches you in a new way. So it's like we constantly need to be learning and growing. I think that a couple of nuggets that I want to point out is to slow down. Mm. Like one of the prayers that I love is when we sign ourselves before we um, at the gospel before the gospel, where we allow and ask Jesus to enter into our thoughts, enter into our words, and enter into our heart. We give Him permission to enter into us. To, to recognize that the Mass is an act of mercy. And mercy in itself is a form of catechesis mm. where we, we learn how to live in a new way. Love in itself is a form of catechesis. But when you walk into the church, when you bless yourself with the holy water, to remember your baptism. And we have holy water again. I know, we do too, right? We do too. We're just like dump it all over you, right? Splash. Right, right. There's this, yes. And to remember that it's not just getting your finger wet. It's remembering that you were baptized into this beautiful family of, you know, what seems to be a mess sometimes, but we're family. And, and that God's given us all we need to live this life. And then I love the opportunity to place all of my offerings on the altar and and give it to the Lord and allow him to bless it so that I can go out as a disciple and and not like stand on a street corner to be a disciple but to love 
mm-hmm. and to love with his love mm-hmm. because I'm so full that it's overfilling. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Wow. And really it's not it's not an option for us. It's no. our calling. I mean, it is our calling. Yeah. Um Matthew twenty where it's the calling in the vineyard. Like it's really not an option for us to have joy and peace. Starting at our baptism, it's from the very first. Yeah. 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 It's about obedience. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for the renewal that I can see happening in the church. Me too. Well, and we must be doing something right. We had, in this diocese, five permanent deacons, three transitional deacons, and three priests. Oh, my gosh, that is so exciting. Amen. (laughs) You know, and we just got to hear one of our new priests this morning. It's just like, what a beautiful gift there. Oh, my gosh, these men. Yeah. Just Another example of discipleship is Father Scott, along with some other priests and deacons, came to our house and played basketball with our family. (laughs) I mean, what that did for our two young boys yeah. was huge. Yeah. You know, that's discipleship. Yep. Loving on one another. I think yep. I think COVID really it's been tough, right? Mm-hmm. But we can't look past the blessings. No. Like the the family time that it's brought back. Right. The you know, reminding us to slow down mm-hmm. and really take in the yeah. beauty. There's a lot of things we put down that we haven't picked back up. Right. And probably won't. <laughs> right. <laughs> or you've picked them back up and you're asking the Lord in a new way to show me if this is of you and if this is what you want for me. And if it's not, help me lay it back down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, help me not fall into the trap of getting so busy again. Yeah. A lot of us young families are having that conversation. Like, how do we go back to the gift that COVID did give us. I was frustrated at confession one day, and, and Father said, if it's not Jesus calling, hang up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, right. oh my gosh, if I could just remember to do that. If it's right. not Jesus calling, hang up. Right. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> I never say, it's who is hard. this? <laughs> right? I just right. keep going. Yes, yeah. we do. And I think we're so good at that, right? And I think that we do that in the Mass. It's yeah. just become habit. Plow and on so, through, yeah. Yeah, it's just like we may not like something, but I don't know. Part of that is like what we don't like maybe is coming from us. Maybe mm. part of what we need to offer up, mm-hmm. you know? So I didn't like the music. Well, guess what? It's not about the music. <laughs> no kidding. No right? Kidding. I know, but the it's music about, sure helps. It, it does. It, it draws you in, but... Beautiful. Missy, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, it's been wonderful. It's been wonderful. Thank you for having me. Well, we have Father Sean Hagerty up next. All righty, here we go. You want to stick around. More Real Presence Live right after this.